The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Can you build your list without throwing loads of money in advertising at it? Rob, what do you reckon? Absolutely not. It's not possible. It's impossible. Uh, I think it's a big challenge that people face when they first get started is that it's really easy for big name marketers with huge budgets to say, ah, you just throw a billion pounds or dollars at the ads and you'll get loads of lists. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it's not true. I mean, there are people who've absolutely built lists without spending any money. And we're going to talk about them in today's episode. Look, he likes cheese, but only when it's between two other things like a pizza and the pizza base and the topping or slices of bread. It's hypnotist Robert Temple. And he wears a white collared shirt every single day of the week. And even on a weekend, he wears a white polo shirt. So that's got a collar as well. It's the mind reader, Kennedy. Shall we kick off the show? Robin Kennedy can get inside your head. Now they can help you see how your subscribers think instead. Do you not like you don't like cheese on things like a now now like open sandwich? I wouldn't have cheese on toast. No cheese on toast, no. <laughs> What's that? We're a cheese toasty. But cheese toasty has things in it, right? It's yeah. in, it's between bread. Hey. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. Hello, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello. Email marketing heroes, we are once again. Here we are back for another episode. We are still in isolation and lockdown and all these terrifying things. It's very strange, Rob. It's very strange because the timing's kind of out. And this has absolutely taught us the reason we're usually in the same room is because we have that sort of high level of banter. It's when- weird recording a podcast episode and not being able to smell you. <laughs> I know, what can I say? Well, you're, you're, you're probably missing it by now. So I'm looking forward to having you back. This is the podcast for course creators, coaches, and membership site owners who want to kick off their email marketing. We'll actually do better email marketing, sell more stuff by being nicer to people, basically. So welcome along. It's and really today, nice. we're going to help you get more people to be nice too. Well, that, that's, that's what this one's about, right? That's what it's about. So, Rob, we've got a bit of a mammoth task in today's episode. We decided it would be quite a nice idea to come up with 17 totally no-cost ways of building your list. 17 of them. Now, bear in mind, this is a 20-ish minute uh, ep- uh, podcast episode, so we, we're going to have to gabble through these things quite uh, quite furiously, are we not? We are. Okay. I mean, that's less, that's like just, well, it's less than a minute per thing by the time we factor in all of this nonsense on the beginning and the end. Well, exactly, exactly. And we're still going to do the usual features towards the end as well. Remember, if you haven't already, make sure you smash the subscribe button so you don't miss out a single episode of this madness. Uh, yeah, so are you ready? Who's going first? I think you can go first. Are you ready? 
Okay, so the first one, we're going to talk about a whole batch of different things that fall within the same category. And it's sort of content where you're able to create content and get it in front of other people's audiences. So the first way of doing that is guest blogging. Really, really, really great idea. You just speak to other people, find them on Google or wherever, who've got an audience in your space already that may be bigger than yours. It might be smaller than yours. It might be similar to yours. Create a blog post, put it on their blog and allow them to drive their traffic to it. And in that blog post, you'll have a credit that leads them back to your website, which of course could be a landing page about the thing that you talked about. Okay, awesome. That's guest blogging. The second one is where you create a YouTube channel and you find other people who've got a YouTube channel and you do things called collabs or collaborations. And they're two directional collaborations where that person has an audience similar to your audience. You appear as a guest on their YouTube channel and they appear as a guest on your YouTube channel, which means... When you're on their YouTube channel, their audience are going, oh, who's this fine and handsome person? Um, I want to go and find out about their YouTube channel. So you'll win some of their, their audience that way. And then when they're on your channel, they'll receive the same in, in the opposite direction. But also, nine times out of ten, they will tell their audience that they did a collaboration with you on your YouTube channel at the end of the video they, that you did with them on their YouTube channel. Oh, that's nice and easy to follow, follow isn't it? So so it's the, that's the whole idea that you find somebody else who's got a YouTube channel and you, and you basically a fe- you feature on each other's channels. The next one is an Instagram takeover. It's sort of a bit like the last one, except rather than filming a load of videos in advance, you can basically get the login somehow to their Instagram account with permission, don't hack anybody. And then you can log in and basically do really cool Instagram stories all day long for like an entire day, if that's how long the takeover is going to be, where you get to share your content with their audience. And of course, along the way, you're exposing those people to your brand and your website address and all of that stuff. So again, you can then casually just mention in, in passing your website, your landing page, your URL, send people over there. So you get to be on their Instagram for an entire day, which is a day off from content creation for them and a really great bit of exposure for you. It is. The next one is a webinar. This is a really common thing in a lot of marketing circles. You may or may not be aware of it, but basically it's where you host a webinar, but you do it with in partnership with another person. So let's say Rob had a list and I've got a list. I might say to Rob, hey, I want to do this webinar. I'd love to do it for your people. Why don't you jump on at the beginning of it? We'll do it as you're hosting me uh, as a special guest of of the webinar. So, for example, we do this kind of thing with our members of the league and for for our uh, league members trainings, for example. And at the beginning, Rob and I hang out, talk about that that person, big up a bit, and then hand over to that person to deliver the content of the webinar. So you're presenting that person to your subscribers. Hmm. The next one is to do some membership training. This is one of our favorites. This is where you find somebody else in your marketplace who serves your ideal audience, who has a membership site, and you offer to go and do free training for their membership. So for example, let's imagine that you're somebody effectively who you might consider almost to be a competitor or somebody who's would work alongside your business. They have a membership site. You would say, can I come and do a free membership training for your members? It's going to be 60 minutes. I'm going to talk about this, this, and this. It'll be exclusive for your people. And that provides a ton of extra value for your membership site without you having to do that work. Most membership site owners will snap your hand off uh, if you propose the offer in the right way. Again, you get to go along and now that will sit in their membership site for the rest of time. And you can go ahead and continue to get people coming across and joining your list off the back of it. 
Yeah, and we, like Rob said, we use that one a lot. It's a major part of our strategy with Response Suite and also, of course, everything else that we do, the, the, actually the podcast and everything. The next one is similar. It's a closed-door training, but it's usually inside of a members-only Facebook group. So if you know somebody who's got a, a Facebook group where they have uh, some kind of community that people have to you know request access to, it can't be one of those just like free-for-all type ones, uh, where you actually can get in there and do a, some kind of training Right inside there, you can use lots of different apps to sort of broadcast into Facebook groups these days. We're a massive fan of StreamYard, of course, good people. But there's lots of other things. There's Ecamm and there's, uh, well, there's lots on there, lots of different things um, you can do that with. So you can make your trainings look really, really good. You can even broadcast from Zoom into, uh, into a Facebook group. So doing a closed-door training to their tribe of really engaged people in a Facebook group that are all hanging out already. The great thing about performing or presenting, I should say, inside of a Facebook group is that people are already on Facebook. So that means you can you can take advantage of the fact they're already on Facebook, they get a notification saying such and such just went live into the Facebook group and you'll pick, pick up some traction from that. And of course, if the Facebook group person, person who owns it, the admin is doing a good job and organizing things nicely, like in units and stuff like that, um, then that, of course that content lives on forever the same way it does in a membership site. The next one I'm going to take over here, we're going to go out of order a little bit, if that's all right, just to spice it up, um, is to use Quora. Okay, so these, this is not a collaboration piece, uh, like the other uh, two, four, six of them were, but the number seven is Quora. I really love Quora. I'm a massive fan of Quora. In case you don't know it, it's basically a place, it's like a big... It's a bit like a forum, I suppose, is the closest thing if you've not been on there. And you basically, people around the world post questions on there about all kinds of stuff. And so what you can do is you can go on there. So for example, every single day at about 20, for about 20 minutes in the morning when I'm having my first cup of tea, I jump into Quora and just do a search for email marketing or something related to email marketing. And if someone's got a question about email marketing, I literally go in there and I'll type a high value response. Not necessarily very long, but I'll give them an actual answer, a response, show some insight, give them an answer to their questions so they can go and do something. But I'll also link them to something where they can get some more information. Now, in general, it's frowned upon in Quora for you to link them to, hey, go download download my free lead magnet where you, you're going to have to give us your email address. But what you can do, and works very well, is send them to a blog post, or in our case, I send them to a podcast episode where I say, oh, this is a podcast episode where we talk about this element of your question in more detail. And um, it's totally ungated. You don't need to put your email address in. It's free. Go and check it out. And of course, when they go over to that page, we can then put them into an ads audience and show them ads to then go and join our list if we want to. So, and of course, there's also calls to action within that bit of content as well, the audio and on the blog post. So answering questions on Quora, really useful. It's a bit like the modern equivalent of what used to be Yahoo Answers back in the day. Quora has oh, come Christ. in and... Remember that thing? Yes. So the next one on our list is Instagram. So Instagram's an amazing place to build real engagement. And it's sort of one of the places you can build what feels a bit like a community of people, whereas actually it's just a bunch of people following you, but it feels a bit more like a community than some other social media platforms do. With Instagram, there's a bunch of amazing ways to get those people across to your list. You can get them to DM you, literally DM you directly and have a copy and paste post that sends them the link to the thing. You can, of course, talk about your stuff in 
in your stories. Once you get to 10,000 followers, you can have people swipe up and go straight across to your uh, landing page as well. So Instagram is the next one. Yeah, and next, LinkedIn, another one I'm a huge fan of, massive fan of LinkedIn. And a similar sort of thing, building a lot of connections on LinkedIn. If you feel like your market is on LinkedIn, I love LinkedIn. So uh, literally putting on there high value bits of content, write some articles, put some engagement posts on there, and then tell people, hey, you can go and find out more about this thing over on my lead magnet. So if you, but if, for, for us, for example, it might be, I don't know, if we had a lead magnet about, I don't know, 17 no-cost ways to build your email list, for example, then what we might do is we might put a LinkedIn post up about two unusual ways that you've built your email list, which cost nothing, and if people would like the other 15 of them, they can go and download them for free by clicking here. So, again, engagement, get people excited, give a bit of value first, and then say, oh, there's even more of this. It's almost like a content upgrade, they used to call it in the old world of blogging. Um, it would be like, go and get more of this, get more detail, get the cheat sheet, get the diagram, get the fill-in-the-blanks template, whatever, by going and opting in and giving us your email address. LinkedIn. The next one is to use your Facebook page. So not your Facebook profile or, or anything, but your Facebook fan page, as they used to call it. Uh, here, just post really good, high engagement-driven content. So co content that asks questions, that requires people to actively engage. And of course, as part of that, you could reply to each comment and make sure that you give them a link across to your landing page. Another great thing to do here is have it hooked up with a bot, something like ManyChat, something like that, whereby commenting on your post or by engaging with that post, it will instantly pop up in their Facebook Messenger and it will say, hey, thanks for taking part. Does this look like something you'd be interesting, interested in? And they can say yes or no. And if they say yes, then you can take them to, okay, great, go and make sure you go and opt in for this thing or even just reply with your email address here. And uh, that can actually whip that across and into your email marketing platform directly from the conversation itself. So that's super powerful as well. A couple of different ways to use your Facebook page there. Great. Facebook groups, the next thing I want to talk about. Huge fan of the Facebook group as well. As a lot of you know, we've got a really great Facebook group over at emailmarketingheroes.com slash group. I'm going to use that as an example. So what we do is we engage people every single day with two or three really highly engaging posts that allow people to talk about all areas of entrepreneurship, having a business, and of course, email marketing. And every now and again, we'll give people the opportunity to go and download an additional thing. The whole point of this is, in the most genuine sense, creating a community of people. So yes, on Instagram and LinkedIn and in the Facebook page that we just talked about, there is a sort of sense of community, but they are really people just following you in a news feed, which moves on. In a group, they're really saying, we're hanging out together and I'm going to try and check back to this place regularly so you can progress that relationship a lot more. So posting some stuff in there, again, that says, hey, and, uh, hey, go and join my list. The other great place in a Facebook group to grow your list, of course, is on the way into the group. So those que what you can do is you can set up questions that people need to answer on before they can join the group or when they're applying to join the group. And one of those questions could be, in fact, it is for, for our group, and is if you would like us to send you this free thing, go give us your email address and we'll whip it over to you. Now, for our, our style, we don't like to make that a prerequisite of joining the group. We think joining the group, you should be able to do that even if you don't want to be on our email list because we'll hopefully build up value once you're in the group and build that relationship with you. I think you'll want to join our list or join one of our products later. So what we do is we say, look, it's not a prerequisite of joining the group, but would you like to receive this free thing? If you would, put your email address below and we'll send it over to you. 
And there's some tools and things you can use to help you do that. But that's the way that we do it. So that's the Facebook group. The next one is TikTok. Now, whilst the vast majority of TikTok is really taken up with people making stupid videos and funny dances and getting their grand to do some crazy hip hop dance, there's actually a huge number of people on there who end up looking for stuff based on hashtag searching a bit like Instagram for stuff that is really specifically of interest to them. So for example, let's imagine that you are a horse owner. Chances are there's a big, big, big batch of the videos that get suggested to you will be funny videos of horse owners doing funny things. What that means is that if you sell to horse owners, if that's your, your niche, for example, you now have horse riders, you now have the ability to create fun, engaging content that makes people laugh and share it with uh, horse related stuff and share that on TikTok. And then of course, what you can do is once they really, but they really emotionally buy into you because you're making them laugh and it's, it's entertainment over content, you're then able to push those people over quite easily when you start mentioning things every now and then towards your landing pages and all that sort of stuff. And Snapchat's fairly similar. And that's the next one, next one on our list. So Snapchat is a really good place to be building re- much, much deeper relationships with people. Yes, okay, it's really known for its crazy, incredible uh, filters to make you look funny and look like a cat and look like a dog and all that sort of lovely stuff. But in truth, what you can do is be, be, be creating and sharing really high-value content and then saying to people, hey... If you want to go and get such and such a thing, more information about the thing that I just talked about, here's a snappy URL you can type in and go to this website and give us your email address. So the next one is to host your own seminars. This is something that we've done a lot for a long time in a bunch of different niches, and we're big fans of this. You can host a free seminar where people get to register and come along for free, or you can get people to pay for it if you wanted to. But you can host a free seminar where you get people to come along and and go ahead and pay for, uh, sorry, come along and, and watch. But of course, they have to register. And as a result, they give you, their, uh, give you their details. Of course, you could also get them in the room and you could get them to take part in things that require them to text in a particular a short code in order to get something or go to a particular website and pop their email address there whilst they're actually in the room once they've bought a little bit more into the fact that they like you and they'd like to hear from you. Yeah, and in that sort of vein of continuing with uh, with live events, the next one is local networking events. You've heard of all these things where you've, if you do a Google search and you just search for business networking and the name of the town or city or village, um, that uh, cul-de-sac that you live in, then you will uh, you'll probably find a, ne- a business networking event that re- that sort of meets semi-regularly or very regularly. Some of them these some of these things meet every single week. Some of them meet monthly. Some of them are bi-monthly. But literally, you get to show up, meet people, stand up often, make some kind of presentation, a short forty to sixty second little shout out about who you are. Use that time to say, hey, this is what I do. This is what I help people out with. And if you'd like my cheat sheet to this or my template for that or whatever it is you can give away, let me know. Hand us your business card around the table and I'll email it to you when you join my email list. It's really effective. I would would say it's probably the first way that I built a mailing list when I was starting out in all of marketing by being an entertainer. I would go to networking events and say, hey, give us your email address. I'll send you my weekly email newsletter. That was back in the day. And that's how I built my initial list. The next one is again quite similar. It's uh, I suppose it's a, it's a, an offline hybrid between what Kennedy just talked about and the idea of doing collaborative content. You basically get to find people who are doing 
specific events, live events in your sector. So for example, let's imagine you sell to, I don't know, law firms or something. That means that you get to go along and they've got a bunch of lawyers in a room. You get to stand there, deliver a presentation. And of course you get to reference your brand. You can probably send them to your website as well, where they could go ahead and opt in. Obviously just clear that up with them, with the event organizers. So again, it's using somebody else's audience. They've built the audience. They're hosting the event. You get to go along and put your stuff in front of them with permission. And again, totally for free. You definitely do. I love it. A really good opt-in for that, by the way, is they love it, is if you want the slides from the presentation, give us your business card on the way out or go to this website and and I'll send them to you tomorrow when I get in. Um, is a really, really powerful one. The final one is to do a email promotion swap. Literally, you find someone who has the same audience that you want in front of and you say, hey, would I'll promote whatever you've got, maybe your freebie to my email list if you promote uh, you, if you promote mine to yours. So you literally say, I'll show my audience yours if you show your audience mine. That's literally how it works. And so it's literally an email promotion swap. Now, of course, there has to be some leniency over someone might have a bigger list, someone might have a list of buyers versus just subscribers. But that's the kind of detail you'll iron out with that person individually. So there are 17 no-cost ways, absolutely zero-cost ways, you can build your list. That's pretty, pretty epic. And I bet there's some stuff there that you're already sort of doing, but we've probably put a bit of a new spin on it that you can go and try. And there'll be some brand new stuff there as well that you've never thought about trying before. But actually, maybe this will just give you a little bit of tickle of inspiration to want to go and get that to happen. Yeah, and in future episodes, of course, we are going to go into incredible detail on how it is you use many of those methods in order to build your list and how you use them to engage people. So we'll be covering them in more detail later. If you want to get the show notes and see the list of all this stuff and everything we've been talking about and uh, more stuff from this, uh, you can check out the show notes. Where are they, Rob, today? Just head over to theemailmarketingshow.com forward slash 17. That's one seven, the number 17. Oh, Kennedy's having a coughing fit. I think my co-host is about to die. There we go. You're right, fella. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I thought you might have been professional and just covered it so they would never have known I was having a coughing fit, but no, all right. No, no, Ah. I think it's much better to call it out. This is real and natural. Okay, right. All right, lovely. Like my hair. Right, so, (laughs) and yours. All right. So, with the coughing fit firmly out of the way, um, we're going to go into this week's listener's question. Hi, it's Kim here from Devonly Social. Um, my question is, how do I stay top of mind in my email marketing and send people emails when I'm not sure when I will be able to open my business again? And that's um, for my holiday cottages. Okay, so Kim's got some holiday cottages. Obviously, the business is closed right now because of everything that's going on in the world with COVID-19, how do how does she stay top of mind? That's the question. And by the way, could you hear the birds tweeting in the background? That oh, was the honestly, most I think she lives in an aviary. That was the most holiday thing I could possibly imagine, the little birds tweeting in the background. I think, I, I think actually, and, the, and we couldn't quite hear it, but I'm sure her husband was behind her with like a bucket of water, going, whoosh, get the waves <laughs> crashing up the sand as well. And there was like somebody playing like a, I don't know, play, play an instrument in the background. Okay, so we're going to ask, we're going to have to ask the only correct thing to ask. What would Julie Andrews do? I'll take it first. 
Okay, so um, the thing the thing I think you've got to really think about here is it's important that to remember people are going to want to go back on holiday again. They're absolutely going to want to go on holiday. In fact, they're going to want to go on holiday more than they've ever wanted to go on holiday because when you can't do something, that increases the desire to do something. So the simplest way to keep on top of people's minds is to show them what's going on because actually they're probably thinking... I wonder what's happening with that holiday place. If they've already been to your place in the past or they've already inquired, that's the reason they're on your email list. So they probably are a bit curious as to what's going on, especially if you email them and say, hey, this is what we're doing around the place at the minute. We're using this as an opportunity to, oh, we're decorating this holiday cottage and we're doing the bedroom out. And we might have like a series in that email about, about the different progress of that thing happening. Or you might say, oh, here's a lovely walk went on, or here's where the dogs are this week. So people are more interested during the time of lockdown in the human interest element of what's going on than they've ever been interested in. So I will be writing an email newsletter very regularly, weekly, about something you're doing, because you're going to be doing stuff to to keep people up to date and make them go oh that's interesting which is also planting the seed that oh the place has been refurbished or it's been redecorated it hasn't been left to rack and ruin so you're actually increasing desire haven't left you much time rob uh, well the next thing that you can do give me a 10 second thing on the screen when i've got 10 seconds left and then i'll shut up what, what I would do when I'm implementing what Kennedy just described is to make sure that you ask for their opinions and ask them questions as much as possible. So, for example, you can show them behind the scenes of this new renovation thing that you're doing, but ask their opinion. What do you think of this? What do you like this? What, what would you do with this color? All of those kind of things. It's also a really great opportunity for you to get in touch and actually ask people how you can serve them with content and ideas between now and then so that you can help them out as best as you possibly can. You did it before the zoom at the end finished, so you made it. You're not going to get gunged today. That was a cracking question, and I think, do you know what's amazing? The reason we chose to do that, we had a lot of submissions, by the way, so thank you to everybody who's been submitting questions to the show. We'll tell you how to do that in a second, but um, the reason we chose that one for this week's episode is because there's a lot of people in that boat thinking, actually... Why should I be emailing people? Because we're currently not able to offer our normal service or whatever. I think it's really important to to do that and get people involved. I love that, what you just shared there, all about asking people's questions and opinions. Absolutely great. You can do the same thing across the social media as well, not just, not just in your email. Well, it must be time for... Subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. From whom have you plucked this one, Robert? This is from our pal Scott Oldford. Oh, lush. Scott's been on before, hasn't he? Uh, no. No, no, his, his subject lines have. Oh, his subject line has, yes. Yes, he has. Uh, yeah, but this is a good one. I, I was scrolling down the new, down my email inbox and this made me stop the scroll, so that's a sign. Uh, the subject line is, I was standing with my mask at the grocery store, dot, dot, dot. Okay, okay. And the reason it grabbed my attention, and, and part of this is I'm now going to, I've got my phone in front of me, I'm now going to go back into my inbox for a second, and I'm going to sort of tell you the sort of subject lines I'm seeing elsewhere. They're all to do with things like, here's some good lead magnets, um, or how to create lead magnets, here's the fastest way to an eight-figure business. It's all very, like, um, benefit-driven subject lines, until suddenly I saw Scott's out of the blue, and it said, I was standing with my mask at the guru, is all I can see in the preview, but I, I know what that's going to say. And basically what it made me realize is that because we're all in, in this situation right now, in this weird global isolation lockdown, these unprecedented times, <laughs> what that means is that he's written a subject line that's made me, me instantly want to go, and what happened? 
to you because I was stood in line with my mask at the grocery store the other day and, and, and I saw lots of other people doing the same thing. I want to know specifically what happened in your story. It's basically being topical without saying, here's how we are handling the coronavirus situation in our business. Um, so yeah, a really good subject line because it taps into something that we're all experiencing right now. We're all going through the same sort of emotions and stresses and anxieties about it. So I think I was interested to see, okay, great. What is he, what was his experience in that, in that situation? Okay, that's really good. I love that human element. That's this week's Subject Line of the Week. Subject Line of the Week. That's been another excellent episode. I've been really excited about to, share, to share this one with you. 17 totally different, no-cost ways to build your email list. Of course, once you've got people on your list, one of the things we all want to do is make sure that we can stimulate sales, sales from those people. Otherwise, what we're doing, just collecting email addresses for absolutely no reason. One of our favourite ways to do it is by running a flash sale. And so if what we're doing at the minute is we actually have a book called The Email Marketer's Game Plan. And one of the one of the campaigns in that book is called a, it's a four-day flash sale campaign. What we've done is we've grabbed it and pulled it out of out of the book, which normally sells for I think it's $97. And we're giving away that campaign for free. If you go to emailmarketingheroes.com slash flash, emailmarketingheroes.com slash Flash, you'll be able to go and download that complete campaign for free. It's literally a fill-in-the-blanks campaign where you can see every day we're emailing people what we're emailing them, and you can just fill in the blanks with what your product is and make a whole bunch of sales. So do go and check that out at emailmarketingheroes.com slash flash. Slash flash. Slash flash. It's quite hard to say, isn't it? I know you want to... It makes you go Sean Connery, doesn't it? If you haven't already, make sure you do go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favourite podcast player. That's what you should do. That's what you should do. Just definitely. And leave us a review, a five-star review, if you please. I can ask for it, so I am. Five stars would be lovely. Four stars, it's acceptable, but five stars would be lovely. Go ahead and do that and a nice little review as well. Lovely stuff. Okay, that's it for another week. We'll see you next week. Still very weird doing this remotely, mate. Very, very strange. Yeah.